Oh, by the way. Hi, everyone. Uh, hey. My name is Travis. I'm John. And we are hosting a podcast that uh, some of you would call amazing. Because others would call Mean Girls Interrupted. Amazing Mean Girls Interrupted. Amazing Mean Girls Interrupted. Sorry, we're starting off a little slow. I slept really wild. I had some. Did you? Yeah, I had some weird dreams. Describe one. No, I won't talk about them. It's probably boring to everyone else but you. Honestly, (laughs) dreams are so horrible to listen to other people's. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's like, I don't know what's going on up there. Yeah. So. I, there's no way I can explain I know. why my dreams are so weird, but guess yeah, I, what? I also didn't sleep well, but it's because I have like, I don't have a sore throat, but it feels like there's something in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Behind the tonsils. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just keeps waking me up. Wait, do you still have your tonsils? Uh, I do. Yeah. I have mine as well, and I just want to get rid of them. Yeah, I had tonsillitis back in the day, like in the fourth grade, but we just like wrote it out. It was, oh, like, yeah. it was the best week off of school that I had ever had because all I could eat were like the variety pack of popsicles. Oh, yeah. And there, there was always a root beer flavored one in there. I do, do you remember that? Yeah, I do love a root beer flavored. See, a lot of our so. Um, hi, new listeners. If you like root beer, uh, email us at. Uh, rootbeer.com root, yeah rootbeer.com and let no us know at, just rootbeer.com <laughs> no, just rootbeer.com the internet will take care of the rest yep yep just go on twitter we're, uh, we're gonna have a poll yeah. on our twitter account you go to um, nabisco.com yes. slash twitter yep. and you go hey twitter <laughs> I have something to say to rootbeer can you make that happen for me and, just, then, and then follow up in a week if they don't reply yes and then um, and yeah, and then just uh, go from there and see what happens. Make a connection. Yeah, make a connection. <laughs> <laughs> but if you really want to uh, uh, talk to us, it's going to be meangirlsinterrupted at gmail.com. And um, let us know what movie you would like us to review next. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, smash that like button smash the like button like <laughs> follow subscribe uh, we're going to yeah. have all of the information linked up in the eye um, because we are YouTube now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we are YouTube we are YouTube um, no but for real though if you guys want to recommend a movie for us let mm-hmm. us know we're always we're always Here's, down we're always down to clown down to clown which is a perfect segue to this movie because it doesn't include a clown ever. <laughs> no, I actually love how it segues into no clowns. Yeah, so. <laughs> there's no clowns allowed. In the night house. We're doing the night house. The night house. And it is starring the incredibly talented Rebecca Hall. Um, The incredibly underrated Rebecca Hall. I, I was feeling this as well because I'm like, I've, I always I have a, a great admiration for Rebecca Hall. And I rem- I remember whenever she was sort of on this like star trajectory and and then it sort of and then something just happened. Maybe she just didn't want to do that, but she could if she wanted. I mean, she was in the prestige like. Yeah. And that was back in the day. She was. And that was a huge movie, dude, with huge stars. That's Christopher like Nolan. Yeah, it was a major movie, dude. And I'm like, mm-hmm. OK, so what happened? Why? Yeah, she can do characters. Her characters are her character work is always subtle. 
Maybe but, she just didn't want it. Maybe she likes being like. Look, she's like, she's. This is okay. So the Night House is an independent horror movie. Well, it's like bona fide indie. Oh, it is. It's actually. Yeah, even though it was distributed by Searchlight Pictures. That's what I was like. Wasn't yeah. it Searchlight? Yeah, but I feel like, but the production company who like filmed everything is this UK company called uh, Anton. But I mean, there's there's like. And you can tell that it's indie because the the company credits are like miles long. Like it oh. took so many people to get this thing off the ground. Um, yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so do do do. This could very well have been. I don't know the history of this, but there, um, this very well could have been uh, like a 20th century Fox shelved movie. That oh. because of the whole merger, uh, yeah, acquisition yeah. of Disney and all that shit. Like, like, um, but anyway, this this was released in 2020. It is uh, rated R. If you guys don't know, it's a horror movie for those of you who like <laughs> yeah. horror movies. Supernatural horror, to get specific, and well, it's kind of um, like a mind too. It's like we'll get into it though. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's directed by David Bruckner. And written by Ben Collins, uh, Collins and Luke Piotrowski. I am not pronouncing that right. And so David Bruckner has did VHS, which I thought was oh. pretty cool, like a segment in that in that movie. Uh, also did The Ritual, which I oh, like. I love The Ritual. I didn't expect to like that whenever it started. I love The Ritual. I was actually John. It, I'm, it, I'm with it you goes on places. That. I was like at first I was like, oh, we're in the woods today. Like, OK. And always, first off, for anyone out there, stay out of the damn woods. I was like, right, right. And it was like filmed in a certain way where I was like, oh, here we go. I've seen this movie a thousand times. But it turns out you haven't. It turns out uh, things develop quickly. Yeah, it's quite a good movie. OK, sorry. Keep going. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so this is like this is sort of like his big breakout as like a full. I would I would argue the ritual was a breakout, but this is like full star Rebecca Hall status. Like yeah, yeah. It. Um, and, uh, yeah, so this was, this takes place just to get into the story. Um, a woman, um, named Beth played by Rebecca Hall. Um, she is, she's coming home from, uh, of the funeral for her now dead husband. Yes. Her very deceased husband. So she's coming home to an empty abode and she's not. Oh, mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. Everyone, spoilers. Oh, right. Yes. Spoilers. Always spoilers. spoilers 100% of the time. Always spoilers. If you do not want to know how this movie starts, um, builds, climaxes, and ends, <laughs> you will not want to be here. But if you do like that, stay. Cool. Cool. Okay. Um, I, oh, I also, I watched this on Hulu. No, what? I didn't. No, I didn't. I watched this on HBO. It's on Max. HBO. Yeah, HBO it's on Max. HBO Max. So if you all have HBO Max, it's free on there. Yeah. Or um, or shell out some cash for Rebecca Hall because she is an executive producer on this. Which I noticed. I, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that typically happens. Um, just to digress a little bit. So like so I am very familiar with how difficult yes. it is to get um, a, an indie horror thing financed and set up and made. And this gave me like all the vibes of like this took a while to get set up to find the actress and whatever but once you do find that actress they typically come into smaller projects like this and are like 
I'm going to be executive gonna, producer. But yeah. also, Rebecca Hall is also an amazing filmmaker, so I'm sure she had incredible thoughts about character, which... I mean, yeah. it's pretty clear in this yeah. movie. Because <laughs> it, it subverts tropes whenever you think that trope is about to happen, and you can see the moment that it does, and I'm like, oh, that was probably Rebecca Hall's note. I'll look like, into it. Yeah. It's, it's, really, it's really quiet. It's a, it's a refreshing horror. That's how I, I want to look so at it. too. Yeah. It's a refreshing horror movie. And that's how I'm going to start this while you continue. I'm glad you say that because I was wondering how you felt about it. But um, yeah, so uh, it starts with like a, a grieving widow, which is something that an archetype that we've seen before. And uh, she's in this house all alone now. And like with all the memories of her dead husband around her and then. Can I just um, say I loved when she tossed that fucking casserole into the trash immediately? Did you love that? Because for me, I was just because like you, like, yeah, it sets the tone for John, sure. I, not kidding. She opens she's that like, trash can, casserole. throws that casserole right in the trash. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, she's over it. She's, she's like, sick no. of it. She's that. She's like, this is, this, yeah. Which is for me, like, I feel I would say, I would say that the more accurate depiction of of grief, because whenever somebody is like in grief, like at that fresh of a stage, like you literally feel like, like fuck everyone's drag up in here. Yeah, yeah. Like, like your drag sucks. Your drag. Yeah, sucks. it's like, oh, you're caring for me. Fuck you. No, she for real <laughs> threw that right in the trash. And to me, yeah. I could honestly see myself doing the same. Yeah. Like, like, so context is like her, her very best dear friend is like, like, I'm so sorry. I'm here. If you ever need anything, you're going to be okay. And then like, she gives her this like leftover casserole. So she maybe doesn't have to cook anything for a week. And then she just goes inside without saying anything. And then just tosses it in the garbage <laughs> including <laughs> including the glassware it came in i know like that's pyrex honey like that shit's not that's but not yeah. cheap you know what went through my head whenever i saw that i was like oh you know you know she's gonna be drunk at midnight and she's gonna open up that <laughs> trash can and guess what and get that lasagna in and her guess belly. what you see it later. She's on the couch with the casserole. Oh my gosh. I didn't clock that at all. John, That's when she's so watching funny. the wedding video later, you she's see like the casserole. It. You see oh the glassware. She dug it back out. She dug it out of the garbage. See details, guys. John, it's all about it, the details. I, I was noticing this as it went. I said, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's great visual. Uh, it's actually filmmaking. really funny because it's, it's like, like, it's completely what I would do. Like if I were all alone <laughs> in the house and I'm like, I am starving. I am in no mood to cook anything. I have the, not the willpower. And my friend was right. I needed a lasagna. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyway, so she is going through, like she's going it. through it. She's going through it. She has these. And it's clear from it's totally clear just from Rebecca's performance, like where she's at, like it's, it's not through um, uh, dialogue that she's saying because she's like the first 10 minutes is all by herself saying nothing. John, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, the thing about Rebecca Hall is you can totally tell, you know, you know you exactly what she's thinking. One hundred percent, which was very and you in it. And that never falters at any moment in the movie. No, not once. Not she, once did it was what was happening. Not believable with her in it. Yeah, that is exactly. what I want to say. It seems so believable. Like I actually have goosebumps. I can tell you right now after I watched the movie, John, I thought about it. 
Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it for a few days, actually. Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. always a good sign. Yes. And I could not stop thinking about it the morning after. Interesting. I, I couldn't I was thinking stop about thinking this too. about the movie. Because there are a lot of, I mean, um, we'll get to the ending, but I would say this is, this is the Rebecca Hall show. Like it's she's, so good. Like she could have dialed it in and phoned it in for this type of movie, but she did not. She no, came. I, I would not came, have wanted her to. Yeah. So she, she brought all of the emotions and it never seems unrealistic. You're totally right. It doesn't like, seem unrealistic. Not at one point. Even though the the plot like goes wild, oh, like John, um, this thing went in so many directions. But it the the thing is, is like for me, and I'm so sorry, I keep stepping on this. Oh, good, go for it. The, it went in so many different directions, but not to the point where I was annoyed. Where I'm like, cool, I'm now at a new. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing this new perspective. The way it changes, the way this movie changes into something else throughout the entire film mm-hmm. or, you know, movie, I guess. I don't want to be the person that film uh, <laughs> throughout the entire movie is it's kind of cool. Like, yeah, it, it's uh, um, yeah, it, it there were unexpected moments for me. There were and it could have very easily had uh, devolved or sort of um unraveled but they kept it together and there were points where i'm like oh here we go this is where this is a point where the plot starts to fall apart and it's not going to be able to be saved and like i'm like good for rebecca hall though like (laughs) like (laughs) but at no point yeah i don't know where it was in the point of development or who was responsible for reining that shit in but they did because there were some parts where i was like "Uh uh-oh but but." where it could have taken a dive real quick (laughs) Yeah, I want you to tell me what at the uh, nearing after we're done with the synopsis. I want you to tell me where you think those points were. Yeah. And I'm not going to go too detailed in the synopsis today, but it's like, yeah. So she um, she starts to discover that her husband may have had secrets and the person that she had built this life with. She's living in the house alone now that he built. He is an architect and a builder. There's a it's a lake house. It's a house by the lake. And um, and we we learn that her husband uh, committed suicide and I, he. Yeah, it, it's I a, do want to say, by the way, you guys, this movie does deal with suicide. If that's something that's triggering for you. Yeah, it's like the biggest theme. It deals with suicide. So like, honestly, it's not just a, a small detail. It, no, it is. The, the theme is suicide. Thing. The whole <laughs> so. theme is suicide and it does get pretty dark. Um, yeah, which I, I love that. Like, I hate it whenever people like cut away or shy away, like movies. I mean, not people like movies, like shy away from, uh, dark things. I'm like, you're doing a horror. So they did not shy away at all. I was like, wow, this is, it is, it gets very dark. So just for anyone out there. So he like, so the, what is revealed, like the details of his suicide are kind of breadcrumbed throughout. And then you see like exactly what, how it went down. And, uh, yeah, he like, uh, uh, rode a boat their their own little private boat out into um the middle of the lake and and shot himself in the head with and a gun so, she didn't know they had which is where she starts thinking well if yeah. he has this what other secrets does he have yeah and that is and so um maybe one of the first turning points is whenever she finds a picture on his phone yes um that isn't of her well i mean looks like but but first i guess the first turning point is that 
she starts to sense a presence in the house. Yes. And there so, is something weird. Her radio turns on her phone yeah. call. And the, the, the movie's dreams? not trying to hide it. And it's the, not, it's not one a, bit. It's not a, it's never like, it's never really like a, is she, is she crazy or is she really doing this? Like it's actually happening and we're seeing it in real time. I guess there's like a couple of moments where she's like questioning her own sanity, but they don't really harp on that so much. There are elements, though, there are elements where I believe it does try to play into like, is she losing her mind or is she fully insane? Because she wakes up on the floor a lot, which they touch on sleepwalking. Uh, So it's like, is she or isn't she? But they don't go to that's not the main focus because she's never there's never one moment where she's like, I'm not going to figure out what's going on. She's also never (laughs) questioning her sanity. Yeah, she's like, and you think that she might, but that's where they subvert this whole she's sort of supernatural thing. She's not questioning her sanity once. Yeah, because, I mean, this does have, like, um, uh, notes of gothic horror, which is all about, like, that that female protagonist, that woman protagonist, like, trying to, I uh, guess, will, is, she, is she losing her mind or isn't she? Like, you know, um, but this sort of subverts that in that way where she just... Like she might have a question, but she just dives in anyway. But um, uh, so, yeah, so she after she starts feeling the presence of her husband through like the radio coming on, playing their 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 song, which is actually wedding. really kind of creepy, too. Uh, yeah, especially whenever it happens while you're like dead asleep in the middle of the night uh-huh. and you uh, are surrounded by nothing but lake. Yeah. And she starts getting text messages from her dead husband, which is like you up. Uh, yeah, basically like, <laughs> hey, come downstairs. Don't be scared. At that moment, yeah. John, I would have thrown myself out the window. Also, like in all caps, by the Going way. Going downstairs. Don't be scared. Come downstairs, bitch. What? And also That's it's all what caps. I'm like, why are you screaming at me? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. I'm like, okay, you might be dead, but calm down and take a breath. Yeah, I'd be like, honestly, like yeah. you did this, not me. Right, right. Like, why are you yelling at me? Right. And so she tries to. And so she's instead of just like being freaked out, she tries calling him on the phone, dude. <laughs> and then she gets, too. and she gets like little trickles, crackles of his voice from beyond the grave. And then, uh, yeah, she does go downstairs, but then everything shuts off and whatever, whatever, whatever. She, well, wait, she oh, looks out the oh, window wait, yeah. first. Yeah, she, she looks, looks out, out the, the window, window and she sees him standing over the water, like on the water. Fully nude, by the way. Yeah, that was good for me. Yeah, me too. I like it. I don't yeah. even care that you're dead. He was a hot ghost. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and then he he looks he looks up at her, looking down at him, and that oh. was a cool, creepy moment. I gotta it say, it was actually quite creepy. He turns his head right around and looks at her, and you're like, yeah. Said, and then Ooh. and then she wakes up. Ten, the text yeah. tens across the board. I'm like, are you cruising me? Good <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, night, house. It takes on a different meaning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, so uh, she wakes up, the texts are gone, but she goes to his phone, which is uh, which is like in the the bag, the evidence box, the the bag that the hospital and the, the morgue basically gives you whenever somebody dies. And she sees the gun in a package that she didn't know that they had. And she's like, it's it's like bloody and stuff. It's so yeah, so she's like, Ugh. and um, but uh, she looks into his phone and she happens to see a picture of her and then another picture that looks like it could be her. But on closer look, the face is kind of obscured, but she knows that she doesn't have that shirt. 
Yep. So this, she's like, my husband is taking weird voyeur pictures of people who look like me, but aren't me. So she's like, what secrets do I need to discover? So she goes to her best friend who she I'm pretty sure they never she never told threw away her her casserole. You know what I mean? Well, she did eat it out of she the garbage. That'd be funny if they started that scene. She like comes in. She's like, look, I have something to tell you. That's really kind of crazy. I ate your, I ate your casserole out of the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> no, the it context. was delicious. No, the yeah. context. The girl's like, her name is Claire. Oh, by right. the way. Yeah. I which know. I did love. <laughs> yeah. They're all named Claire. They're all named Claire. It's that every woman name. But um, so like they, uh, yeah, so she tells her friend who her friend's like, why are you looking in your husband's phone? <laughs> no, for real. I do like that too. Her friend is like, can't you just let him be dead? Yeah, like, can't don't you, you just remember that? him the way he was? Don't you think of that too? Like, I'm like, whenever I'm like, whenever I die, like people are going to rummage through my devices and what are they going to think of me? Uh, they can't think any less. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. John, I would first, John, if I found, listen, if I found that you were holding secrets like the ones in this movie, I would be like, work, bitch. Like, good for I'd be you. like, work, dude. Because it like, is work to lead a double life. <laughs> um, <laughs> which we come to find and discover. Um, but so despite her uh, friend calling for her to just let sleeping dogs lie, um, Rebecca Hall's like, no, She's like, uh, <laughs> she said, well, I already found, she was like, I don't own this top. Basically she called that girl's top ugly. Yeah. She said, she I like, would never own a top. Say, like I this. would never wear that. First. She, for, for real, she, was like, I would, she called the girl's top ugly. She's like, <laughs> I don't do cottage core. But, um, so like, uh, so she, she continues on down her own journey and, uh, we, we find what's the next step in this? Yeah, she she definitely finds some books. This is like where it gets very supernatural. She goes horror. downstairs because she has found something. So now she's like, now I have to rifle through more of his stuff. So, so she, she does she rifle goes, through his stuff. She goes downstairs and she starts rummaging through boxes. And, and she, she finds, finds a very, you take it away on this one. What's in the books? Occult, occult stuff. She finds some creepy um, keep it away. She also finds, um, in one of the books, it is, uh, some architecture stuff. He is developing a house that is the mirror of the home that he built for his wife that they yes. lived in together. And so this, this introduces a supernatural element of witchcraftery of some sorts, demonology, maybe. Yeah. Because and in the book, it says trick it. It says yeah. trick him. So he and his architectural mind has, and I mean, they, they did it pretty effectively without like going too crazy. They didn't have to go too much into it. Well, I don't need logic. The lines of the, of the, of his sketches and and designs were like enough to be like, oh, he's building some kind of a portal of some sort. When you start talking. Yes. And I'll tell you this. When you start talking demons, demonology, occult stuff, I don't really need I don't need no. you to tell me how it works because yeah. I could believe anything. Right. And it's a fine line to toe because it's like, how much is too much explanation to the point where it's like, well, why are you like, you lose the audience and the whole logic of it. Don't over explain because yeah. then I'm going to think you assume I'm dumb. I'm here for the ride. 
Right. Okay. Like, like, cool. Like you established, yes, house could maybe a portal to something else or whatever. Um, And I'm like, I'm fine with it because guess what? What do I know? I never met a portal. I'm like, I don't know how they work. I'm like, look, I'm taking that leap of faith with you. Cool. Don't ask me again. You get this one time. Yep. Go so, for it. I don't <laughs> want the explanation. Like, yeah, because it's like it's sort of like a sort of a rule. Like there's like like you can you can basically only ask the audience to take like one or two leaps of faith, like anything in, within the story. And there and in which case, like anything thereafter, any more asking of leaps of faith from the audience are going to be met with a little bit of resistance. But so uh, so this was like the first big leap of faith other than the ghost element. And I was like, OK, cool. Awesome. But then what we also learn is um, in a night out with her frenzies, oh, um, Rebecca yes. Hall is she's getting hammered out of at what's supposed to be a very business casual co-worker outing. <laughs> she's she's completely a borderline. She's Stumbelina and she's Dude, like she is Stumbelina. Yeah, she's like she's like my husband killed himself, shot himself in the head. And then someone's like, did he leave a note? And he, she's like, yes. And here it is in my purse right now. And then, and then yeah, they're like, you carry it. They're like, you carry the note. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, bitch, I carry it with me. Um, and then she reads it out loud to them. And they're like, that doesn't what does that even mean? It's very cryptic. I and it, loved it. Yeah, it's like it's just like basically says like you were right. There is nothing. There is nothing after death is fill in the blanks. And you're nothing's after nothing's after you. You're safe now. You're safe now. So it can be read in different ways, but it's definitely for me. It was like like he was obviously he killed himself to protect her from something that was after her that she didn't even know about. That she had no clue was. Yes, 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 yes. So that's that's the, my that was my take on my the take as reveal. well. I mean, honestly, there's really no other way you can take it. You're at safe this point now. In the story, yeah, like, at, like, you're safe now, and it's like, well, he's dead, so that means he what became? Um, yeah, he became a shield, right? And like this is like revealed, like I guess I think it's after like she discovers the architectural occult stuff. Oh yeah, um, and so yeah, but anyway, so she goes home, and her friend is like, uh, is being like the the hold your hair back while you puke your guts out friend and she's <laughs> like oh she well she does she shows up at the house she was like do you want some brandy she's like i don't like brandy and mm-hmm. then rebecca hall's character's like me either and then she <laughs> pours them both two large cups of brandy yeah so she basically basically blackout drunks and she wakes up into like this alternate well, don't forget she reveals to her friend that she died once right. which is an important part of this movie yeah, well, uh, you might have a better recollection of that than me. This is an important part of the movie. So after the whole thing and they sit down, they go back to Rebecca Hall's massive house by the lake, which, by the way, is in the woods. And I already told you to stay out of the woods. Remember, <laughs> yeah, we're in the woods today. Stay out of the woods. Don't build your house in the woods. You stay away. It's that Canadian film uh, rebate. Honestly, that's what's making everybody go to the woods. Out of the woods. Yeah. Anyway, they're hanging out. And Rebecca Hall's character, can you please refresh me on what her name is? Is it, is it Beth? Beth? Beth. So Beth tells Claire, her friend Claire, by the way, I never told you this, but I died once when I was 17. Me and my friend rolled over. My heart stopped for four minutes. <clears throat> and guess what? Nothing. There, there was, was nothing. nothing. Oh, you know what? There's, this was very accurate. There are very accurate details of grief it and is. also death and dying. Yeah. That. I've heard before firsthand and it's like, 
Like, so she, she describes, she describes whenever she, like, whenever she died. She said it's a tunnel of nothing, just blackness. Like, like she, she lied to everybody and told everybody, people are like, Did, is there anything after? Do you remember anything? And she, like, lied her entire yeah, yeah. life. And she lied like, her fucking she, face off. She's like, I can't remember. But she's like, you know what? I lied. I do remember. There's a nothing. It's just nothing. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. It's just tunnel, which I thought was a cool line. I actually thought that was great, John. Yeah. I'm, I agree with you. I love yeah. that she said it's just tunnel. And I was like, huh. I said, yeah. ooh, that's bleak. Ooh, yeah. I like, like girl, that darkness. If but there's going to be a light at the end of that tunnel, it's going to yeah. be a train careening towards you. Yeah. And like also like I have a very close family member who like who did actually die a few times in succession of each other. And they um, like long after, like whenever everything was good and like we could talk and do all the stuff, um, they said that they that there was also nothing. And it, I think that actually affected them. So. And so this this nothingness after death had affected Beth, the character Beth, um, yeah, her entire to the thing. point where she was like, like, what's the point? Like, there's nothing. Everything yep. is meaningless and pointless. And she also reveals that she struggles with suicidal thoughts. She and she does make a point to say, I was the one who struggled with the thoughts. Right. I was the one who had to do the therapy. I was the one who had to do the medication. Why him? And, and she never thought that there was anything after this life. And like the, she and her husband talked about it. Her husband was very much of the mindset that there was an afterlife. There is something after there is something more. And for him to up and commit suicide for her didn't make any sense because no. but she starts to kind of have insecurities and feel like her bleakness and her uh, whole darkness and theories about nothing up like bled onto him and like infected his mind. She does. But this is also a good point where we should bring up. This is when she does start to question, is there something after? Because yeah. her home is now officially haunted. She basically has proof that there is something. So beyond. something's beyond. But yeah. now she's like, is there or isn't there? Which I could right. see. I could see that driving someone absolutely batshit. Uh, yeah, because it's like your whole belief system, your whole status now quo shattered. is upended. Yeah, so you have to reconcile that for yourself. But um, so she ends up falling asleep, and then she wakes up in sort of this alternate dream state thing, different maybe dimension, whatever, parallel, whatever. And she it's um, it's spooky and ooky and it's scary. And she goes outside with a flashlight, which you John. don't do at nighttime. Also, don't go out at night, John. This is where the movie scared me. I had yeah. three jumps. I was fully in the bed next to Redacted. And I said, oh, I almost rolled out of the bed. John, I almost fell right out of the bed. I said, uh, which oh, points were that? Was that for you? Uh, for me, it was. So there was a couple points, actually. The one yeah. that really freaked me out in the beginning was when she didn't close the door and you see the shape behind yeah. her in the window. Yeah. That actually, I was like, fuck that. Yeah, I, said, I love no, that. No. No, man. Absolutely not. <laughs> not tonight. All of that weird. So then the weird laughing that you mm -hmm. hear in the background and then you see that girl run by real quick. And she's, yeah, like, she's hey. outside of this point. She's in the woods with a flashlight. And then like, yeah, she's looking outside for somebody and it's like kind of misty and foggy with a flashlight. It's very Silent Hill vibes. John, it's very like, girl, get inside vibes. Yeah. It's like, why do you got to be so courageous and asking for answers right now? Can it wait till morning? Honestly. 
Um, <laughs> the ghost is going to be there tomorrow. It's not going uh, anywhere. Do it in the day. <laughs> do it on your time. <laughs> uh, so like, uh, so she sees like these girls who look a lot like her. Could be her. Could be not. Uh, they are jumping off the edge of the cliff and into the water. And then she looks down, not there, but then she sees the boat. So she goes down to the boat and it's like, it's all in plastic, just probably exactly how her husband dressed it up. Like he obviously laid down plastic so blood wouldn't get everywhere and then shot himself. And, but he, she sees these two bloody footprints and she's like, my husband's here. And then she starts to like, be vulnerable and she's like Ew. i just she's like i just want to feel you or John, something like that if you were in that position if you saw two bloody footprints at the edge of a dock in the middle of the night next to a bloody boat yeah would you say hey bb come a little closer <laughs> would you would you be like hey girl <laughs> yeah. hey hey are you I really miss you <laughs> yeah, because at this point i'm like at this point she's like i miss you so much she really Dude, she has thrown all resolve out the window. She said, I am so lonely. I'm going to take this ghost dick. Yeah, and it's her character is very, like, fearless in this moment to she, do that. It, well, she's fearless throughout the movie, which I do appreciate. Yeah, she's not like, I'm, I'm shaking in my boots. She she's really like, does not run from this. She's like, she's, like, connecting the dots, and she's like, oh, this means you're my husband, whatever invisible creature you are. Like, you're my husband. It's a ghost. Cool. I miss you. Hey, Ugh. just got to tell let you know. You... You done me dirty by killing yourself, but, but I forgive you, but I miss you <laughs> and, and I can forgive you. Like, please. Yeah. And so oh. she, uh, so he kind of like touches her and like sends her into like this, uh, like show and like reveals to her that there's this other house the, somewhere, the night house, which is the night will. house. And she arrives at the night house and she, uh, sees all these other women in the windows that aren't her but look suspiciously like her look an awful lot like her and then she sees her husband being very like close with them yes. in various forms so after she uh, jars awake from this sort of vision dream whatever she um she then uh has confirmation that the girl in the photo isn't her and so what she does is she links so she goes to these books, these architectural books. Well, and before, well, before oh, that, yeah, she yeah, does yeah. go on the walk. She goes on the walk and her neighbor, right. her neighbor, yeah. Mel, I believe, sees Probably. her walking. He's like, where are you going? She's like, oh, just on a walk. Oh, by the way, is there like a building or a house out here? And he says, you're not allowed to. You can't build out here. And he was like, why don't you not go that way? Why don't you come and have some lunch with me? And she's like, maybe after I'm done. Yeah. So homegirl goes on a walk and lo and behold, she finds An the skeleton house. of a house that is the reverse of the home she's currently living in. Yes. And what does she find inside of this house? John, she finds a weird fucking doll. It's like this she weird finds a creepy voodoo doll. It is it's actually it's, it has sigil vibes. John, like, it's like, yeah, it's scary looking. Yeah, it actually I, was, I appreciated that design. Me so that too. Was cool. I was like, now, it. now this is where you go and find the books and I'll let you take it from there. Okay. You yeah, had so to she know she does she, find the house. That is an important piece. Yes. So she finds the, the mirror image of this, of her own house in the woods somewhere that's unfinished. And so she, now, um, yeah. Uh, so she goes to Mel and then Mel's all like, 
I did know about this house. I'm sorry. I didn't tell you. Uh, he asked me, your husband asked me not to tell you. And I also saw him with another woman. But I thought it was you. He said, I thought it was you. So I yelled out. And when they turned around, I realized it wasn't. And your husband made me promise not to tell you what I saw. And he's like, so sorry. Do you want a turkey sandwich? (laughs) She's like, yes. And apology not accepted. (laughs) So she, so she goes, so she finds the, so she goes back to those books um, and she sees where they were purchased from. And she goes to that bookstore and they, and they're, and the, the front desk person's very kind of like mysterious. And he's like, I'm sorry, we don't keep those kind of records over here. And then, yeah, he's like privacy, huh? (laughs) <laughs> so, like, he said she, we moonlight as a doctor's office <laughs> yeah <laughs> we can't give you that information we a privacy policy uh in the occult book section we <laughs> sorry in the dangerous book section no ma'am uh so <clears throat> uh she uh but she catches a glimpse of a girl that could be who is the the girl from the photo yeah and she just goes right up to her and she's like hey bitch do you know this person my husband and then like do you uh were you guys fucking and she's like we weren't doing nothing and then she's like you were doing something and then she was like yeah we were doing something yeah and she said take your hair down (laughs) so she makes homegirl take her hair down and she realizes it is the girl in the picture she found on the phone yeah but the girl did say well we didn't have sex but like we would have yeah, but she's like, she's concealing something. And so yep. she, so Beth leaves and goes home. Beth and then, tells her first, she said, by the way, he's dead. So oh, right. no like, more for you. Yeah. Like if you were wondering if he was standing you up. Just in case is. you were wondering, <laughs> he has passed on. He's no longer alive. Yeah. He shot himself in the head. Uh, and uh, so she um, goes back home and then she gets a surprise visit from said homegirl in the bookstore. Yep. And she's like, there's more to the story. And so more to the story is John, I love the balls on that bitch for showing up at the house and being like, well, I did kiss your husband and I was going to do more. Yeah. But then she feels the need to let her in on this on an important detail, which is like, she's like, your husband showed me this unfinished house and then he kissed me and whatever. And we were going to go there. But then he started to choke me out. And I asked him to stop and he did. And then he seemed very overcome with something and very distraught about it. And then he basically cut off the the dynamic, the the affair that was going to happen. Yeah. And um, and he said something like um, he needed to he needed to end it for good. And he knows how he needs to do it. And so that tells Beth that he was like I just have to kill myself and but she took that um the the other woman took that as like oh he needs to like end the marriage that he has going on with you but it was really him resolving to kill himself to protect Beth yeah which <laughs> she's very naive because had she and I thought about this once the big big plot is revealed yeah the big plot point where I was like, she has no clue how lucky she was that he stopped. Yeah. That he stopped choking. Because doesn't Beth then go back to that house ben and find. goes to the house. Yeah. She goes to the house. Okay. So after it's all revealed, that homegirl was like, he showed me the house. He was pretty proud of it. Blah, blah, blah. 
can't remember what she goes back there for, but I think she goes back there to be like, come on, take me, take me, tell me, tell me what's going on. So she gets mad for once and for all. She's upset and she's now at the reverse house in the woods in the middle of the night. While it's raining. While it's raining. (laughs) With just a little flashlight. So then her flashlight drops and she scoffs a little. She's like, "Ah." like, oh, of course. Right before you think that homeboy is going to come and be like, I'm so sorry. Uh, Like, BB, will you please take me back? Anyway, she steps on the floor. The floor opens. And John, please tell the audience. Dead bodies. We got dead bodies in the house. Dead bodies wrapped up in plastic. Underneath the floorboards of this unfinished home. She literally finds where the bodies are buried. And they're, and so, dude, they're barely buried. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, you're an architect. Find a better hiding spot, honey. Yeah, really. But he what, He did tuck that house away. I mean. He yeah. tucked it away. It could have been better. I mean, like, yeah. yeah, honestly, he could have found a better way to do it. But whatever. It was crunched for time, I think. He was crunched for time. But uh, so he. Uh, Very sloppy. So Beth yeah. finds all of the bodies of the women who used to look like her. Yeah. And then and then shit gets real. She goes back to her house, whatever. But then it's suddenly she's like thrust into this. She's in the reverse world now. Yeah, she's in the reverse world. She is seeing uh, figures of a. uh, She's no at this point. No, 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 no. She goes she goes into the bathroom and then there's a moment. Well, she go. okay. so she goes back to her house. But before the moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. So she, has, she has this moment with with her who she, with this invisible ghost for her husband. And she's like, I really just miss you. And then they start making out hard. She starts making out with this ghost who's invisible. Well, she's about to try to. And she says, Owen. And then he's like, nope. He said no. And she in Plot that twist. moment, John, in that moment, you're like, she goes, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Those were the two words out of her mouth. She was like, oh, my God, this is an Owen. She yeah, was like, she was what like, is this? John, I have goosebumps. I have goosebumps. Yeah. Also, that scene was really cool because like when it was touching her, you could see the movement on her skin. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool visual effect. But also in my mind, I was like, this was a big acting risk for for Rebecca Hall because like she's a, if you cut away all that all that stuff and like the music and stuff and the cool shots, she's literally making out with the air she is trying to have some ghost moments it gets very steamy too it does get very steamy and then when she finds out it's not owen and the ghost is like well i guess since we're not making out he smashes it, her head into the now mirror that the jig is up i'm gonna smash your head of the mirror and also you're gonna get all these visions of all the people that your husband killed in the house and you're gonna watch and i'm gonna take you i'm gonna drag you by the way yeah. I'm going to drag you down the stairs through the neighborhood. You're going, <laughs> I'm dragging you everywhere. And you're going to see every person he killed and how he did it. Yeah. And so it's all culminates in a moment where she is in sort of like this memory where she's laying on her husband's lap. And uh, the voice that's coming through her husband's mouth is this kind of Nothing. demon person. And who is like, um, who's like, gives her the explanation. It's like, look, um, whenever you died. I and you came back from the dead. I came with you and I've been with you your entire life. You never knew it. And whenever you met Owen, I started whispering in his ear and over time, basically breaking him down and turned him into this sort of closet psychopath. And Owen was always making 
extreme efforts to uh, keep him away by looking into the occult and finding architectural occult stuff and building a reverse house, which in an effort to trap the demon away. And he was very close for it to happen, but the demon was too strong, broke his spirits, and uh, Owen ended up shooting himself. Well, essentially, but you also have to, we have to also say the reason why he was killing the women who looked like her was to trick this demon, this entity being like, because the demon wanted Beth back. Whatever it is was like, give me Beth. So he was picking women that looked like her to trick it. To trick him. So uh, it's all kind and of a big mess. for a while. Yeah. Until then, it didn't. Until it didn't anymore. And then uh, so he's like, uh, so she, so at this point she gets in, she is in the clutches of this demon and she is sort of quasi possessed by him. And then we kind of cut away. She gets bound up into this weird, like alternate yes. dimension thing, which was cool. Visually, it's all red and spooky. I loved how her body bent just like that weird little statue thing. Yeah, she's like bound and trapped and whatever. Also, I have to say that statue, had she just left it in that house, that thing wouldn't have been able to contact her as easily. Right, right. So she She never should have. She shouldn't have taken it. (laughs) So she um, so uh, yeah, so she whatever we cut to the resolution, which is. Um, her 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 best friend comes over to check on her, finds like distress signals in the house, the cracked mirror, and then finds a Beth floating out on the lake in some sort of a daze. And then we cut back and forth from reality to what's happening in Beth's mind, which is she is being coaxed by the demon uh, posing as her very husband. naked husband. Oh, very, and, very new. John, I looked I was looking hard too. I was like. Oh, said, you, that was taken out digitally, by the way. Huh, I, I was going to say, where is it? Yeah. I was digi- like this digital editing out of, of the peen. But uh, bullshit. So, <laughs> can I just say <laughs> it is bullshit. It is malarkey. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so this demon is like coaxing her to just kill herself and end it and quote unquote be reunited or whatever with her husband. And so she has in, in her mind and also in reality, the gun in her hand and is about to kill herself but through the power of her best friend calling out to her she is able to come to her senses enough uh to be pulled out of the boat by her friend who's like swimming out to her she for real jumped in she said life saver she's, she's like don't do it and she doesn't and so she's she pulled back on the shore and then the neighbor is there as well and they're like what happened what happened what happened she's like i don't know i don't know no and then it ends on both the friend and the neighbor looking out to the boat and that's like kind of bobbing like as if somebody's in it but nobody's in it and they're like something's in there do you see that and they're like yeah something's in there and then it cuts to black Credits. no wait no 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 they don't oh, say something no they don't say <clears throat> something's in there so beth is staring this is where it becomes this is where that note that the husband left Mm. It ties all the way back to that. Oh. Because um, Mel, the neighbor, is staring out there. She's staring out. Beth is staring out. And Mel notices that she's looking. And he's like, there's nothing in there. And she goes, I know. Okay. And And you see this weird haze. If you look close enough, there's actual shadowy where the water, where he's sitting. 
He is sitting in it and you can see just the color difference where he's sitting in the water. And so he says nothing. So basically, if you think about the note when the husband said, but I feel like the acting in the face, though, like they're all sort of denying it. They're all kind of like, well, they all see it, but nobody wants to. Right. And so when he goes, there's nothing there. And she goes, I know. And then it cuts to black, which I think is cool. I thought that was very cool. I like an open ended scenario because it it leaves the whole everything character and emotion was tied up, resolved. We didn't need a whole like Mm -mm. banishing of the demon, big, crazy thing because it's resolved in her enough where we know that she has escaped the clutches of that. And so let's get into it really quickly because we only have like 12 minutes left. Oh, so I loved the I loved the themes of this movie. Like in that in those final moments where she's basically debating whether or not to shoot herself in the face, like and like the the coaxing of the demon to her was so on point to like it really dramatically so hard, but it dramatically represented that that feeling, that sort of allure of of suicidal thoughts, damaging thoughts, destructive thoughts and. And everything in her performance was like all is lost and very empty and hollow in that moment. And like it was, I think, a very great visual metaphor for how that actually feels, in my opinion. I also I will agree with you. You don't even have to say in your opinion. I think it really played dude. It honestly, when I say when I said in the beginning, it gets dark. This is what I'm talking about, because you, you really do reach a point of despair in it. And she can. Act yeah, in a way I, that actually, uh, I don't yeah. know. It's a very uh, Rebecca Hall has a very truthful performance in this movie throughout. There's never not a moment where it's not truthful. And so it's very easy to to play these dark things whenever you're like, oh, this movie is actually all about suicide. And it's like, which it is like this movie is. is all about depression and suicide. Um, and. And also she is sort of succumbing to this demon who is um, a metaphor for that suicidal thought. And and it's like and whenever you realize that it's like, oh, this is more than just a demon movie. Like this demon is is linked to the theme, which I love because I feel like if you have a creature, a ghost, a supernatural, whatever, that entity being whatever that creature needs to be rooted into the theme. It can't just be arbitrary. No. Um, and they do it so well. And, um, and yeah, have you ever heard of people coming back from the dead and um, bringing something back with them that isn't in Hollywood? No. Yeah. I don't want to meet. I don't want to meet the person who's brought something back. Oh, just like a little tidbit before we get into reviews. Um, I, I knew somebody who brought something with them? No, I don't think they had a, a near-death experience, but they like exposed to me or revealed to me that they see um, like dark, shadowy figures. And I, I, I almost like hesitate to talk about it. John, but you are not the first person who's told me. Yeah. No. Okay, now that you're saying shadow people. Yeah. Yeah. There was a dude who I was in rehab with and I brushed it off because I'm like, girl, we're in rehab. I know yeah. what's happening here. Yeah. Like I said, ho- girl, you were loose. <laughs> you got the details on too. I said, no, 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 but it didn't have to do with there. It was like outside. Mm-hmm. This is while they were on the streets and I was like, girl, please, we all know why you're here. 
Yeah, but we said whenever, you're in rehab because whenever you are. this, yeah, when it goes, you're crazy. <laughs> like, so, like, uh, but yeah, whenever this person like told me that and revealed that to me, I was skeptical. And like, but then he says, he says to me, they tell me what other people are thinking. No, and then, no, oh, I just want to tell you. Can I just because it freaks me out? It's weird. It, it also freaks me out, but it's it's a distinct memory in my head. I was like thinking I turned away because I didn't believe him. And then I started thinking of something and I was just going to like ignore him. And then he tells me exactly what I had just thought. And then I looked back to him and I was like, uh, what were you like? We have to sever ties. Well, basically, I then, was John. But to then stop. he tells me that, that they tend to they tend to latch on to people he knows like they no. branch off from him and i'm like bitch i don't want these things following when following me home and so for the longest time i was like very paranoid that a dark figure similar to one in this movie was following me around feeding me destructive thoughts john that's it follows have you watched <laughs> it follows i haven't and we should probably watch that i have watched that i that movie is nuts I hear it's really nuts and I, I, I'm ashamed that I haven't seen it. But anyway, John, that movie's wild, but we're talking so about for, this. So, so it's a very um, relatable that like they chose this um, depression suicide monster to be sort of a dark figure that you never really see. It doesn't have a shape. You can um, see you can see the shapes within the architecture of the home. If you which notice, I thought was a great choice. And John, you want to know that um, they built those shapes that is practical. That is not practical. It's practical. The only thing CGI about it is when the things turn and you'll notice in the home, even that oh, hallway wow. at the end where you see it, it, it becomes it looks like head. it's right. In, it looks like it's right in front of you. John, they built that hallway. That is crazy. And they yes, painted the, the photos. No way. Swear to you. And I thought that was amazing. I said that, they actually brought it into it without using CGI. So they used all these different elements to create this really fresh kind of like horror movie it was good and it It, follows her everywhere you can see that shape within the house knowing it's there it's always there that's so crazy to me i can't believe they built that out they built it that's so cool like i had to look it up i said how are they doing this yeah watch the film to really see it it's hard to describe because it's completely visual but it's like they manipulated the architecture to show like the silhouette of the of the demon person. And multiple thing. different times, too. So and, those, and from and different um, scales within the frame, like uh, yep. depth, depth. I mean, like it's either standing in front of you or it's over there or like they yeah. used perception. Yeah, they used perception to trick people and they used real perception they used set pieces they used this to actually wow. create an element of terror i just assumed it home. was i assumed it was cgi nope. cgi the only time cgi is involved is when that thing turns Whenever to look yeah yeah and that's what's creepy but they built those things into it so you're like fuck yeah it's there and that's it is so there. cool and so you, probably on second look you can probably figure that out or yeah. see, see it more yeah you can that's I, so I'm, interesting i actually want to go back and watch this movie again because i really did enjoy it yeah and um i but do how, think nothing is incorporated because they do when she talks about nothing that mm-hmm. creature in the boat is nothing and when i say at the end when he says there's nothing there and she mm-hmm. goes i know and it cuts to black 
that's still a part of the movie because she's talking about the blackness that you see, which is nothing. And it fades to black, doesn't even fade. And it Sharp cut to, to black, black yeah. right before you get the credits. And I thought that was a brilliant way to end it because you're now seeing this nothingness that is a blackness. Yeah. Right after the line of them saying it. I was like, every element. They chose like. Yeah. You know, what? for me, like whenever I was trying to piece it together in my mind as they were building up like the mystery, the tension of it all. I was like, oh, they like uh, for a split second, I was uh, well, for a little bit. I was like, is she already dead? Like, like, oh, is I'm she, so glad that doesn't like, happen. Is she, is she a ghost? Is it going to be revealed? I was like, oh, here we go. She's going to find out that she's been dead all along, too. And like and everybody that she knows from her best friend to the neighbor, they're all dead, too, whatever. And they probably all died at the hand of her husband because he's a psychopath. But they didn't go down that road. No, and I'm so glad they didn't because I did not want her to be dead. <laughs> I was like, is she in the in between? Like, is yeah. she in some? And that's purgatory? been done before. Where it's like, oh, she's dead the whole time. We don't need it. Yeah, and uh, so I'm glad that they did this on a real level. But I, I mean, I think it's just it's a remarkable supernatural horror film because these things are very hard to make original and to subvert expectations and. We've all seen like a demon latching onto a person or a family or whatever. And I think that this was, like you said, it was very, very fresh for me. I felt it was very fresh. I, I thought it was fresh. Also, what I thought was fresh and my favorite part of the movie before I get into my review is when that lady comes in asking why her son got a yeah. C overall mm-hmm. during the year. This is out of context. If you have not watched it, you won't know what I'm saying. The way she responds to that woman in the classroom is <laughs> yeah. incredible. It was, that it was, is where yeah. I said, bitch, get your Oscar. Go ahead and get yours. Yeah. Because it felt so real in that moment. I said, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like she. Oh, what a what an amazing scene. And it's it's a moment. It's a scene where like you could like. It could have gone gone a couple of different ways. And the way that they chose for that to go was so like subversive of of the like the grieving widow protagonist that we've seen a bunch of times. It's like, oh, so now we're into something different. Like we're watching something different. John, it was really, really good how they did it because you get to see. Yeah, this is how she's handling her grief. But oh, since we are running out of time, um, Mm -hmm. Do you want to get into the reviews? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so on Rotten Tomatoes, um, the Tomatometer. Oh, wait, do you want to give your review before we do the Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, yeah. Well, for me, I would say um, I I love this genre of film where it's like an independent horror film that is not like a conjuring movie. It's not also an action movie. You know what I mean? It's exactly it's, what it is. Yeah, it's it's a supernatural, spooky, ooky situation. And I would say because of Rebecca Hall's amazing performance in it, like she elevated this, her performance elevated this movie into something that I was like, oh, wow. Um, so I would probably. Um, I but overall with with everything, I know that we've been talking like big about it, like For some reason, I think I would probably have to give it a seven. And that's I would say that only because I think that they could have there were certain instances where they could have gone a lot further with something. And also structurally within the story, I sort of wanted the reveal, the bigger reveal to happen a lot earlier. 
um, just so that we had more time to explore the whys, the whys and the details of those specific murders. Like, cause she found bodies in, in a house and we never really, we never, we just see a body bag. Like it's, Oh, it's pure. It's just cellophane. It's plastic. These people are wrapped in plastic. So So I was gonna, because there is an arbitrary turn from the, like we're building out the mystery of like, is he, or was he not a, a psychopathic killer? We find the body bags, but it immediately turns into uh, there's sort of like a theme shift where um, it becomes about her resisting the urge to kill herself. And so um, uh, it sort of like trades off storylines in, in some ways. And I had a lot of questions about that whole serial killer thing. So it was just that. But I mean, it is Rebecca's performance that really carries the film. So I am kind of like seven or eight. I'm so okay. Out of out of ten bodies under the floorboard, yeah. I'm giving this an eight. I want to give it an eight. I get where you're coming from, but I also really enjoyed. I don't need to know. I didn't want to know. Like yeah. there was a part of me that was like, shit. It would be kind of cool to see what their stories were, yeah. like those women. But at the same time, I do get what you're saying. How it switched the storylines. It went to yeah. her. It seemed so a little like, loose end. A loose end thing for me. That's like, yeah. I but I do enjoy her finding them at that moment. Yeah. And, be, and the reason why is because when she calls her friend and she was like, "You were right. I should have gone somewhere else. I've done something bad. I found something." And that's when all hell breaks loose. Right. Right. Because at this point, now the entity is like BT Dubs. Um, I'm gonna mack it with you in the bathroom real quick, but also I'm not Owen, and I'm gonna wait until after we kiss to tell you. Yeah, I would say so too. Yeah, so yeah. I give it an eight though, but only because, and also because of Rebecca Hall's performance, and because this felt like something new. Yeah, which is hard it to felt do. Like something new. Yeah, it's, which is very very hard to do with a supernatural horror. But um. I would say the the critics agree because uh, Rotten Tomatoes is 87 percent, but the audience score, unfortunately, is 69 percent. And oh, like, I can well, I can see that because like you want something like really kind of crazy and scary and audiences want like they're so accustomed to like really punchy in your face horrors at this point in time. I don't want punchy. I want to feel creeped out like that scene on the dock, dude, where the yeah. footprints start showing up creeped me out so bad yeah that kind of had like what lies beneath vibes oh, that it really gave i loved what lies beneath by that the way that was a cool one too i love that i was a teenager and i couldn't stop watching it me too michelle i pfeiffer. thought it was a great oh michelle pfeiffer dude what <clears throat> she can't do any wrong she has never done wrong and she so, won't ever no <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyway so we are running it we have runt out of time uh, but, um, which is really unfortunate because I could talk about this for a long time. I could talk time. about it for like another hour, actually. But I think it, we did it justice. I think we did it enough justice. The movie itself, the movie does its own justice for itself. Yeah. I so recommend if you watching want, it. Uh, if you want an unexpected emotional journey with Rebecca Hall acting her face off in a very satisfying way, this is for you. Check it out. It's on HBO Max. Yes, at at this (laughs) point. So if you're listening to this a year from now, I don't know. We don't know. It could very much change hands. It'll probably be on like Hulu or whatever. You'll find it somewhere. Also streamed in. If you or someone, you know, is struggling with thoughts in the description below, 
there will be uh, links to people you can contact. Yeah. Uh, don't just because. Do it. Yes, don't. This movie is heavy and dark. We do have to tell you again, like it does deal with suicide the whole time. And that is a big issue. So. Yeah, you're good enough. Talk to your friends who are talk to the one friend who would swim out into the middle of a lake to stop you. You're good enough. OK, you're smart enough. You're pretty enough. People like you. You got a fat ass and everyone loves that. And it ain't all that bad. Even if it is all that bad. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to say it gets better because who knows? Does I mean, it? sometimes it doesn't, but that's just life. Sometimes it doesn't. But guess what? Don't do yeah. it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't do it. But um, also on that very lighthearted note, Travis. I super, have- <laughs> super lighthearted. Wow. So lighthearted. <laughs> I can fly away on it. <laughs> but uh, so that was great. I like this movie. I would probably watch it again i would watch it again i want to go back and see things that i may have missed within the architecture yeah yeah because i thought that was a really cool element but me too but if you guys uh uh, let us know if you want us to uh, review one of your favorite movies by emailing mean girls interrupted at gmail.com and like subscribe uh auto download all the things anywhere you leave us a review podcast oh yeah Yeah. we want to hear back from you Leave us a review and also tell your friends. Yeah. Tell your friends. We're just fun. We're lighthearted. And like we say with everything, our opinions are our own. We know a movie takes so many people and so much time and effort to make. We're not ever going to disparage these people. We might call the movie shit and that might be because it is, but But that's no fault. Respect for getting it done. But the respect is there because they did it. It's like the hardest thing to do. And but. watch this movie, The Night House. That's it. We did The Night House. All right. We love you, Rebecca Hall. Good night. So God, she's gonna, so good. We're going to have to see you, Travis, at the movies. John, why don't you <laughs> roll the credits? Witch. Witch.